Are you into bribery, bullying or subterfuge to get your family's fussy eaters to accept the food on their plate? Karen Fisher has or had a couple of strong-willed refuseniks, but these days they'll eat vegetables and all manner of healthy foods without protest, indeed with huge enjoyment. Her tactics in achieving the transformation are set out in her book Healthy Family, Happy Family. And even if you've raised your family and uh, onto the pleasures of grandchildren, I think she has some ideas that might be new to you. Hi, Karen. Hi. It's hard work getting a reasonably balanced range of foods into your child and a lot of us sneak healthy ingredients into treats or pureed vegetables added to muffin mix or the age-old you can't have dessert until you've eaten your dinner, but you don't really like those sort of approaches. Yeah, absolutely. I've tried them all before. I'm a typical mum and and I found that they didn't work and they were actually sending my daughter the wrong messages. She actually, she didn't eat her veggies for about two years and by the time she was five I was getting really worried that she's, you know, wasn't getting the right nutrition and being a nutritionist I was definitely worried. And yeah, I was sick of trying to hide vegetables and um, and nag her and hassle her and bribe her with dessert. So um, I kind of stumbled upon something a bit more, more fun and actually something that got better results quite by accident. Um, one night uh, I served up some green beans and carrots and, and I thought, oh, you know, she's got swimming coming up and she's just not a good swimmer and she's, you know, she's into jumping and stuff. And I just thought, oh, I'll just tell her, I'll just tell her that I'll, I put the carrots on your plate to give strong swimming arms for swimming tomorrow and, and the green beans for good jumping legs and and she kind of you know looked at me and went oh okay well now I'm a good jumper and she jumped and, and then she ate a carrot stick and jumped and said oh I don't know if you jumped any higher and and uh, and she ate the whole bowl of veggies and jumped again I went oh yeah I think you jumped higher and we laughed and I went oh this was fun and this was easy and, and I kind of went from there. So it's a big change in attitude if you can find a reason that's meaningful to the child about why they might like to eat the food in question in, in what's in it for them. Yeah, absolutely. Answer the question, what's in it for them? And I think all, all you know, advertising, marketing gurus that market junk food uh, do this very well. And, and uh, you know, us as parents, um, you know, we can use it in a, in a wonderful ethical uh, manner to get our kids eating healthy foods of their own free will. And, and it works really well. And that's why advertisers pay, you know, tens of thousands of, do- of dollars for a single TV commercial because advertising works. And, and we can use the same, you know, we could use healthy marketing to get our kids, you know, um, sitting and eating their greens at the dinner table. And those sort of reasons are a lot better than if you eat your crust, you'll get girly, curly, curly, curly hair. <laughs> not many children want curly hair and they probably suspect it's not true anyway. Do you have to be truthful? Um, you know what, uh, I- Absolutely. The thing is, you can't be, you know, uh, adult nutritionist truthful and say, you know, um, if you eat your your fruit and veggies as a child, you're less likely to, you know, grow up and get diseases like cancer and or strokes. You can't be that truthful, but you can. It does make. But the truth is, it makes your body stronger and it makes you uh, think more clearly. So you put that into, you know. language that your kids warm to you know if they're into playing football to say I've put extra greens on your plate you know to help you you know play good football tomorrow and have fun with your friends things like that where they go oh oh I, I want to be good at football you know things where you, you spark up a bit of their imagination that's what's going to get you results not yeah not saying that you you know about curly hair or about you know um, you know uh, ballet if your child's into soccer so you really just got to tailor it to your own child and uh, you know as I mentioned in the book there's about 95 different ways to do that. And your daughter didn't like being one of the shortest amongst her friends and you got told off for not serving better grow tall food. 
Yeah, absolutely. She's always complained about being the second shortest in a class and I, I served her up a, a lamb casserole one night with lots of veggies and she just didn't want to eat it. Uh, and I said, oh, that's a shame because I've designed this recipe. It helps people grow taller. And she looked at me and she went, mum, why haven't you been serving me this more often? And and um, ate the whole lot. No complaints and, and you know, asked for seconds and she's been eating lamb casseroles ever since. And, and you know, she might never be a giant like her brother who's very, very tall but a healthy meal like that's going to help her more than filling up on dessert. How fussy has she been? Oh, look, she has been a nightmare, but she's she's fantastic now. She even uses these uh, marketing techniques on her two-and-a-half-year-old brother to get him to clean up his toys at the end of the day so she doesn't have to. Um, you know, she she gives, to, uh, you know, blocks and things, fun names, and, and she hams it up and she gets him to clean up. So it, it's been great. She's actually learnt a lot from it. And, um, you know, things like, you know, when she complains about what's in her lunchbox, you know, say there's a tuna pack or whatever, um, and she'll say, but you can pack, pack me a carrot stick because my friend Ingrid has a carrot stick and um and and what I found was a wonderful uh, tip is, you know, if you're having problems with um, children and their lunch boxes, speak to their best friend's parent or a group of parents and see if you can put some of the same items in because kids, you know, they don't want to be the odd one out. They want to have similar things. So if, you know, the other parents are packing carrot sticks and tuna packs, um, you know, your child's more likely to come home and go, give me more of those, mum. We're talking to Karen Fisher on Afternoon. She's the author of Healthy Family, Happy Family, and it talks about... Uh, we're talking about how she got rid of food-related tantrums at mealtimes with children. You've got uh, several things that, for you, your recommendations you must do and several things you shouldn't do. Can you take us through those? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'll go through the um, seven things you should never do. Um, well, the first thing is don't lie. Don't say, oh, you know, I've packed you, you know, the best tasting peach or carrots ever when, you know, and they taste them and it tastes awful or they're bruised or, you know, the, the carrots are tasting a bit toxic. Make sure you taste the food first. Make sure you're serving it good quality food. And if the carrots don't taste good, I actually, you know, you know I'll actually say to my, um, my my children, oh, the carrots aren't so good today. I'm going to give you something different. I'll give you the capsicum sticks or, the, or something else. You know, taste it first. Go on. You know, you used to say, oh, I don't usually like um, cucumber, but this is the best ever tasting cucumber, so you can have it today. And so don't lie because, you know, kids pick up on things like that. And don't nag. That's a, that's a big one. And you don't want to associate veggie consumption with bad feelings and with, with you know, punishment. So nagging is kind of like a punishment. You know, you can nag occasionally, but try not to do it when it comes to veggie consumption. Um, Don't hide the spinach and chocolate muffins. Um, This one's, you know, important because you want your child to know the name of the veggies. You want them to know broccoli is good for them and and you want them to um, be able to identify the foods because um, in schools they do talk a lot about healthy eating and you don't want your child to, you know, not not quite be up to speed on that. And, And, you know... Once they leave school and leave home, you you want them to choose healthy food of their own accord. So you want to educate them while they're young and easily influenced. Now, um, don't say you must eat all your veggies because they're healthy, um, because the word healthy is you know not on your child's radar unless they're very very sick. So use fun childlike language, you know, um, like um, you know linking it to football games and so forth. Keep it fun, and. Um, Number six. You even take uh, that through to what you call mm. dishes. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, giving things fun names as well. And, and, and um, you know, another thing not to do is, you know, have junk food all throughout the house and hidden in the cupboards because kids know the junk food's there and, and you know, it's tempting for them. If they know there's chocolate biscuits in the cupboard, they're less likely to eat their broccoli. Um, and, yeah, don't use the dessert bribes as the last one because you're, you're advertising dessert as something desirable and, you know, veggies are something that you have to endure it's sending out the wrong message and you want you want you know you want uh, veggie consumption to be you know linked with all the fun things so how do you avoid being a, a food bully where you just end up in that horrible battle of wills over a serve of cauliflower and you don't want to give up and neither do they yeah, well, I think as a parent, you need a really good sense of humour. Um, sometimes it's, you know, if, if you catch yourself um, nagging and getting all frustrated, I find it's good to just have a good laugh at yourself and, and, and lighten up in front of your children and, and have a laugh and just say, okay, you know, let's have some time out. Maybe next time I won't give you snacks right before dinner. Maybe you're not hungry enough. So, you know, that's okay. You know, I, I kind of turn it around and go, that's okay. I want to be stronger. You know, I don't want you to be stronger than me anyway. How about I finish off your food and, you know, kind of turn it into a bit of a joke, you know, flex your muscles and go, oh, well, I'm going to be stronger than you. That's okay. And and leave it for another day. Don't give up. But, yeah, when, when they're just being stubborn, you know, it's really great to lighten up the mood. And... Tell us about, uh, finally, the, the wishing plate. This is a lovely idea and one of the things that has worked really well for you and might work well for other parents. Yes, it's one of the most simple things. Now, um, you know, uh, first of all, I have like a two-and-a-half-year-old. Now, if he if he snacks before dinner, he just won't eat anything. But um, uh, with uh, like put um, carrot sticks and capsicum sticks and pieces of apple and, and strictly healthy food on, say, a plate that you buy from the $2 shop. It's a special sacred plate. You've got to say a little thing, and it's only allowed to be used as the wishing plate. And um, I find even the most stubborn children, like my, um, my uh, daughter's... Uh, best friends who never eat their veggies they will eat a whole carrot stick or two in order to get a wish and it, it just you know it's wonderful for children say under the age of 10 for children that are older teenagers I mean there's there's a whole lot of different approaches you can do for for different age groups but that's just a really wonderful general way and it's just good to have as a plate out for the family every afternoon before dinner they, they're eating their veggies before you've um, served up served up dinner and you've they're generally out when kids are most hungry, which is that, you know, that four to five o'clock in the afternoon when they start hassling you for food. Karen, thanks for talking to us today. Thank you very much for having me. Karen Fisher is the author of Healthy Family, Happy Family, the complete healthy guide to feeding your family. You're listening to Afternoons with Gillian O'Shaughnessy. David rang in to say his kids have regularly eaten five veggies contained in bolognese sauce without knowing they were eating veggies at the time. Reckons it kept them alive until their tastes broadened. I always found tomato sauce a really handy tool to have in the in the kitchen cupboard. When my little girl was young and fussy, she'd eat pretty much anything if it was covered in tomato sauce. How do we sell Karen's great ideas to the fussy teenager? Hmm. <laughs> Fussy teenagers are very hard to get around. You can, Anna says you can hide a lot of veggies in a good lasagna. 
Absolutely truthful, says Steve. Carrots give you jumping legs and it'll make you taller. And David has um, has been a bit confused by the same thing. I guess you've got to decide um, what's a core promise and a what, what's a non-core promise when you're dealing with your kids.